Welcome to the Seed Creative Podcast, the podcast where we discuss both video production and just life in general. The goal of this podcast is the same as the goal of our business, to make a difference in people's lives. Did the caveman know of your delicious goodness? Did the Mayan priest exalt in your battery crunchiness? Did the slothful mastodon upon its extinction declare, don't lay a finger on my butterfinger? Oh, you finger of butter, you proud confection, sucrose, <laughs> sugar ground roasted peanuts, sucrose, glucose, fructose, lactose, partially hydrogenated palm kernel oil, crispity, crunchy, peanut buttery, I give myself to you. Butterfinger, glad mantle of chocolatey hope upon my breast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Seed Creative Podcast. We're super excited to have a guest here with us, Mr. Ben Moon. Benjamin Moon. Benjamin. Benjamin. So I thought it would be really fun to do this podcast today for two reasons. One is we have been scheduled for the day and the stuff that we were going to shoot in the middle of the day today cannot happen. Can't, can't so we're it. like, well, we've got Ben for uh, for a few hours, so let's just throw him on the podcast and we'll reschedule him for the other studio stuff. And it just worked out. And here he be. And here he be. Uh, I thought it would be really fun to talk a little bit about our relationship, how we got started, some of the work we've done together. Um, I remember the first time that I met you. I do as well. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. So why don't you, in first of all, tell everyone a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and then we'll get into uh, what we do together as far as working. Is. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm an old man at this point. I turn 40 next month. Um I'm from Birmingham, so I drive down here to Tuscaloosa to do most of the time to do shoots with, with Seed. Um, so I work uh, full time in tech. Uh, I work for a tech startup uh, in Birmingham, and do a little acting and voiceover work on the side. Uh, so if you want me to describe myself, I I have a goal. Okay. To be a Renaissance man. Sweet. So, which means, uh, you know, uomo uh, universale. I want to amass as many different skills across as many different uh, disciplines okay. as I can. So, I have a lot of hobbies and a lot of interests, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, I have some side hustles. You know, I make custom shoes and that sort of thing. Which are freaking awesome. Oh, I, I appreciate need you to that. get me to do some. Yeah. Or I need you to do some for me. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I So... You know, I'm always doing some for myself or for for other people and that sort of thing. But um, but acting is something that occasionally I will will do. And uh, you know, you you probably hire me the most of anybody. Sweet. Yeah. So. Well, how did so? All right. So now let's talk a little bit about um, why we even know each other to begin with. How did that come about? What do you remember? And then I'll explain <laughs> what I remember. Okay, this will be fun because I I don't remember it like all the details i remember being in a breakfast place yes i have no idea what that shoot was for okay i uh, i think a commercial maybe i don't even know okay. I, maybe it was for a church i don't know and you it, you were not the director of the shoot correct someone else was chip maybe 
It was Greg McKinney. Okay. See, I these, these details are so fuzzy. So I just remember acting in this uh, breakfast place and us just hamming it up and joking around the whole time. Right. And then you called me up not too long after that. It was like, hey, well, you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, let's go. Right. So obviously my memory of this is pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah you're i mean you're exactly right so it was for church of the highlands okay, okay okay and greg mckinney was the director and he hired me as dp so i was director of photography okay. and camera operator um and so it, and now with that said i don't fully remember what it was for in regard to church of the highlands or anything like that but it was it was like you know how they have these little intro videos and right they have so it was something along those lines um i truly don't remember but uh it was more in depth than i think most of their productions and so that's why they had like a little bit bigger crew and they they put some stuff together like that yeah. um how long ago was it seven or eight years ago wow because the thing that I called you to hire you for was the Maccabee construction yes. um, safety orientation video in which we still to this day open that project file. Well, from time to time, I think the last time we opened it was about a year ago, but when they have new safety rules, regulations, things like that, we have to add in sections and so we'll still open that up and like change a word here and there or remove a part, whatever. So we still, that video is still being used. Wow. Um, uh, every time a new Maccabee construction employee gets hired, they watch your face. How about that? For like 30 minutes. So if you so, work for Maccabee and you're listening to this, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Hey. So yeah, so that was, uh, we, we did. We had an awesome time on that shoot. And I was like, man, this guy is is fun to work with easy to work with you took direction really well um and so it just kind of worked out and i called you up you were available and we spent so long standing in that warehouse and oh do you gosh. remember it started pouring rain oh yeah and it was so loud <laughs> like yeah see it's all coming back to you now, it isn't is it? yes um but we were in there for a good five hours i think easily because that script was their entire safety orientation manual it was a lot we, well, we had a teleprompter luckily <laughs> we did have a teleprompter and it was kind of far away from you so we had to like have the words really big and it, that was yeah. dude that was the first like really like quote big video i had ever really done oh wow i didn't uh, know that it, at the time it was the biggest i had done yeah so um yeah we uh we 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 lucked out that it worked because yeah. i had never done it before i didn't yeah. tell them that though <laughs> sure they're probably listening and they're like what well so, if, if it you know it felt great if if that means anything it like it felt professional and good and yeah i, I wasn't go i wasn't there going like these guys are a bunch of Hoobie yeah, doobies. A whole bunch of noobs over here yeah. doing this. So how did you get started? Like, why do you even remember why you got hired for that Church of the Hounds video? Like, did you know someone? Or is that when you kind of got started in this world? Or had you been doing stuff previously? I had been doing stuff pre previously, yeah. So um, so I'm friends with Taylor Robinson over at Six Foot Five in yep. Birmingham. Okay. Uh, they do, do it. So occasionally uh, do work with them commercial work mostly uh and they know chip and i think chip was on that shoot is I it chip burns chip burns okay was on that shoot. okay yeah. yeah yeah so i think that just having those connections is how i got hooked up with that with that shoot that's probably through taylor 
Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So Chip, if Chip was on the shoot, then he probably referred you to Greg, and then Greg, and then that's how we met. Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Okay, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Also, do you know Chris Wood? This is a random. I do know Chris. Wood. Okay, because he'll every now and then I'll if I post something with you in it, he'll be like bad mood. I'm like, <laughs> how do you know Chris? Because Chris was my roommate in college. Wow, this is a small world. Uh, I th- I know him through like the old student life people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like where a lot of like Taylor and all them came from. Gotcha. I used to do some acting with them. Chris Wood. Chris Wood. I did a music video for him, a live music video for him when I first got started too. How about that? He's a good musician. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, dude. Chris is good. Oh, I didn't know that. He's Chris a, is, is he still really Is he good. still a school teacher? Yeah. Okay. So he's a school teacher and a very talented musician. Dude, he's really good. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Owen Wilson says wow. Owen Wilson says wow. Oh, sorry. My wife is texting me funny things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um so fast forward, man. We've done Maccabee Construction. Uh what are some other projects that have stood out to you because I know most of the ones we've done. Yeah. But dude, I've, we've probably hired you like 15 times. I mean, maybe more than that for voiceover like... too. Like Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've so, hired you a lot. So, I'll, I I so I recorded my closet with my yeah. I take my laptop and my microphone set up and everything and to my uh, closet and record stuff and just send it over. I'm pretty, I, I feel like I have a pretty quick turnaround. Can, can you confirm? I can confirm this. Ben is one of those people where I'm like, Hey man, we just had this land on our lap. <laughs> we need true. the voiceover in 24 hours. And he's like, <laughs> he texts me back with the voice recording. Like it, <laughs> that, that's not fully true, but it's like, it's really quick. Yeah. Usually now, sometimes you're like, well, I'm in France right now, so I can't do it. But you know, <laughs> most of the time, he's he's able to to get it done really quickly, and yeah. we definitely appreciate that. And that's the, one of the reasons why we keep coming back and keep using you. And something else about Ben that that you probably heard earlier, or if you haven't heard, you'll hear later, is that if we need him to do any sort of dialect, any voice, any <laughs> be a weirdo, be super professional, he can do it all. This guy has got the range, you know. If you whatever you ask of him, even if he can't do it, maybe he'll work on it, and then he can do it. Nick, we have to get Adam Honeycutt and Ben Moon to just talk together Dude, like back a, and forth, like a duel or something. Are you freaking kidding me? That's, That's great the greatest idea. idea I think I've had in in the past thirty minutes. See, Adam would Adam will want to do it though, because Adam doesn't like being on camera. But Adam's uh, so he's so he's good like you, man. We need to just. And do I like, think you're good. I think he might be good we to do, do a bit of role. Do what? We could do hidden camera. We'll just like we'll put a like a body cam on Ben and just send Ben to to, <laughs> to Nashville. To Nashville. I don't. You could put like a like a cardboard box in front of him, so he doesn't. He's like you get his video, but it's but it's <laughs> but it's just a box, and he's behind it recording. Why? Why do Australian people throw that R on the end of the O? <laughs> nar. Oh, nar. Why? I don't nar. I don't know her either. Yeah, I don't know. You know who can do a really great Australian accent? Who? My daughter Rosie. She's my seven. daughter can too. How old is your? How old is your? Seven. Okay, so my daughter's ten. And, and let is me it ask because of Bluey. No, no, it's it's because of um th- this mermaid show that's Australian. I think it's H two O. There's there's a whole different. There's like a whole series of them. And then there's like a gymnastic show that's Australian. Ah, okay. She my my ten year old has consumed more Australian television <laughs> than anyone I know. Wow. So she I'll pick her up from school and we will just talk. 
like Australian people. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude, that's so fun. Oh, it's great. I'm terrible at it, so I can't do it. But <laughs> Rosie, so she'll, she does a really good Australian, uh, and so does Lucy, actually. Um, so both of my girls do, but Rosie loves like a British accent. Um, and she'll tell people that she speaks two languages. Jeez. And they'll say, really? What? And she'll say, English. And they say, okay. And she goes, and British. British. Ah, yes. The uh, takes a while to learn that one. <laughs> the British language. The British language. The, so, you have to say aluminium. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, al- aluminium. And you, and you have to put an R if you say a word that the next word is like and. So like Angelina and Brad. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, to say it like that. You're right. So, um, of all the projects we've done, what would you say are your top one or two projects that we've done with Seed Creative? Mm. And we'll dive into those a little bit because I know I know two off the top of my head immediately. Chalk my memory. What are they? Okay, so um, we've got Maccabee and all the things we've done for Maccabee. So yeah. we did the safety orientation. We did the walkthrough video. Do you remember when you're like, and it's very like how it's made style. Do you remember that video? Yes. So you're I, walking I, through. I, I think I even styled the voiceover for that. Off you of did. The... You did. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. Um, and then we've got BF Good Rich, like a million just voiceovers for them. I don't think you've yeah. been on camera for BF Good Rich. That sounds before. right. Yeah. Um, dude. And then, so the biggest ones to me and my favorite is a tie between either the Visit Tuscaloosa stuff yeah. or this GAF stuff that we recently did in which we are shooting again for GAF today. And we just shot at the Home Depot and later we're shooting at Lowe's. And then you've got to come back to do your in-studio stuff <laughs> another day. But I, I'm I'm very torn between do I like the Visit Tuscaloosa days or the G, or videos or the GAF videos the yeah. most. I'm proud of those for different reasons. Right, me too. Because because the Visit Tuscaloosa, we covered so many sites and did so many different like costume changes and yeah. and there was so much to it. Do you remember how many how many spots we hit? On that first day. Oh my gosh, it must have been like six or seven or something. I mean, or was it? 22. Are you kidding me? No. Wow. 22. Wow. Yeah, we hit 22 places. Because remember, it was three videos. Yeah. And we were shooting. We were like, all right, so you need to be in this costume at this location for this video. And then change your costume or outfit or whatever, and we're at the same location, but it's a totally different script, and it's yeah. a totally different video. Right, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because yeah. we did one that was like a serious one and one kind of like sporty one, right. joke, jokey one. Like, yeah. That and, was... then the, and then the silly, like, um, you know, you like woke up in the bed and you're like, right. you know, at all the that hotel. stuff. At the hotel. So the, the, the logistics of that shoot were insane. That's, all, that's Adam Honeycutt. That's wow. Adam Honeycutt at his best with those logistics. He had it planned down to like, we were always landing in our window. I don't think we ever got ahead or behind throughout the entire right. day. Yeah, that sounds it right. It was within like five minutes because he even planned it out to, all right, if you're here for 30 minutes, it's going to take you 17 minutes to get to this location. And, you know, we'll give you 20 minutes of setup and then you can film for this. So, yeah, he even like planned it out with like MapQuest style. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, yeah. 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 So uh, wow. for travel and everything. So what like what do you remember about the Visit Tuscaloosa shoots other than just hitting so much? Or is it all just a blur? I mean, it's all a blur. I remember being on that rooftop. I remember being in the pool. Yeah. I remember being at the hotel. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, the pool. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, and then we went to like the... The the theater. And you did the voice. Do you remember? Oh, my god! Do you remember? Yes, you were, remember. And you're in the spotlight and you do the voice I, yeah, and all that stuff? Yeah. And I had like uh, like a, a costume that I had made for Dragon Con. Correct. Because that's one of my other hobbies. I make costumes from like sci-fi and video games yeah. and movies and stuff. So I had a costume part, a partial part of a costume that I wore for that, and uh, I totally forgot we went, we did that, we did yeah. that. And then you also were the rock star at the amphitheater. Remember? I, I, I literally have forgotten all about this, but yes, I remember it. Yeah, is that not crazy? Oh man! And uh, just just side note because I'm gonna name drop her. Um, Lauren Cantrell was the hair and makeup that day. Yeah, that's Jacob's sister. You don't know this, but she's like a. She's like a, a a popular person now. She's out in LA and she was has a full post of just her on like Katy Perry's Instagram like Whoa. from a few days ago. Like she's like made it big now and forgotten all about us like Alabama folks. So. Yeah, I've not I've not hit it big. I mean, That's this okay. is about as big as I get right here. <laughs> Seed creative Home Depot TikTok GAF videos. <laughs> That's about the That's probably the most exposure I've ever had, I yeah. think. Yeah, so so Ben, why like why did you get into acting? How did you get into acting? Number one and number two, I mean, you're really good at it. You've done a great job for us. Why why haven't you maybe pursued that in like some sort of a full time or more permanent you know uh, type of of career path? People, yeah, people used to ask me that all the time. Like, why why don't you go out to L.A.? You know, yeah. back, back in the day, it was that they did they weren't doing stuff in Atlanta, right? They were barely doing stuff in New York. It was like so, I was like, why don't you go out to L.A. Uh, so back in high school, um, you know, I was playing sports. My dad wanted me to play sports, but I wanted to act cause I just had sort of a, the ability to, I don't know, just be outgoing and kind of be like that. And so I remember we did, uh, we did a, uh, not a 10 minute play festival, uh, a talent show. Oh yeah. And a friend of mine had written a, an original like star Wars script. It was super nerdy. So, okay. but I, I remember walking out on stage uh, and like the crowd immediately just cheering and being like, holy cow, like I wasn't expecting that. Um, and us just having a fun time with this. It, yeah. You know, it was, we didn't take it super seriously, but it, we had a good time and it was like, oh man, that was really fun. Like, so uh, kind of, so I get a job with this, this company called Student Life that does like camp ministry and they do like Disciple Now stuff, but they always have had a, a really good stage produ production. Mm. Um so I got a job with them and was ended up like, that's how I met my wife. She's an actor as well. And, uh, and so did a lot of stage stuff over the course of about four or five years. Um, and, and really, really liked it. You know, it was a lot of fun and, and, and did a lot of acting and did a lot of video work in there too. And so go to college. Um, and so I'm acting all throughout college, but I'm also in the, as a, like a theater minor, uh, and so people, and then, so people are like, you know, are you planning to go out to LA? And I was like, I just don't think I want to do that. Um, so I've had like maybe 14 or 15 friends go out to LA. Mm, mm. Uh, none of them have hit it big. All of them have come back except for two. One okay. of them works as an agent and the other, uh, reads audiobooks. Gotcha. Okay. So, but they're not like in movies or anything. Right. Uh, and so I saw all my friends like coming back empty handed and, and some, and some of them, uh, like two or three of them were actually pretty talented. Uh, and so I just like, I just don't think like every, in my mind, I'm going, everybody goes out there, right. To, 
to with their screenplay or to try to hit it big as an actor and they just they they struggle maybe they work at Starbucks and they and they get these bit you know background things you know and it's just like everybody's trying to hustle and sell themselves and, and I was just like I just don't think I want to do that yeah I don't think I want to I don't want that bad enough to grind and and tr- and, and also have to live in LA it just seems like one of the worst places to live to me like it's um I I I really like being genuine. Yeah. And I can't imagine living in a place where hardly anyone is maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, no you're right. Uh so so I I was like I I just I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. You know, and maybe I get acting gigs here and there and that's and that's it. And that's and that's kind of how it has yeah, turned out. I just it is. you know kind of stuff here and there, but you know I have a great job in tech. I I've uh, benefits and insurance and right. I really, you know I I have three I have a wife and three kids, so it's I have to have these things. I have to have sort of steady money coming in and 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 that sort of thing. So, but being in tech, it does sort of allow me um, some some flexibility and some freedom to do things like this. I mean, it's right. a Friday, you know, and I can take off, and yeah. uh, we have like unlimited, you know, PTO. So it's That's like great. Yeah. So I I I had no trouble getting off today and and work coming out here to work and. Um, and it's fun. I really enjoy this. I don't have to worry about, you know, when's the next gig coming? It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. whenever, whenever George calls me, you know, <laughs> uh, and it'll all, it'll always be like, Hey man, are you available next Tuesday? Or like, it's, it's usually, I mean, this one was a little bit more planned. It, it was, but, it was, yeah. but sometimes it is that quick It is because we'll have clients that are like, I mean, we, we have a client right now that we're working with and trying to figure out the details that just asked us about a video uh, two or three days ago, and she was like, "Oh, by the way, if we could get this turned around and released by the end of this month, that would be great." <laughs> and we don't even have like the full concept yet. Oh wow, stuff like that just happens, man. I love it. The good thing about Seed Creative is we have positioned ourselves in 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 a way that most of the time we can either accommodate or we can come really close. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. our clients at the same time, they know, I mean, I know I'm asking a lot of you to get this done this quickly. So, so we're really, I mean, even the way that we do the podcast room and we were showing you earlier, I know you, you shot a video of it to show cause you do your own podcast, but, um, everything that we do, we try to think about like, what is the most efficient, but not only efficient, but what is the most optimized way of of getting this done and still have the same results or better results than if we did it like quote the other way yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so like we we uh, i mean it's not necessarily shortcuts it's just like what what are little ways that we can save and that's why adam is so good at what he does where where can we save 4 minutes where can we save 30 seconds where can we save you know what i mean like and you do that across the board and you're able to turn out 30 or 40 videos a month if you need and we've done it before yeah um adam just got done editing 56 training video modules and he did that in three days. Oh my gosh! So look, there's a lot to be said for having really talented people, yeah, that can work quickly and 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 having an operation that you can turn on a dime, yeah. Which is one of the reasons I really like working for startups. This is the second startup that I've worked for, and the fact that we can just be so agile mm. and quick, I really like that. Yeah, and you guys are definitely that. And so obviously we work really well together. Sure. You know, I come in with expectations. If we have to make changes midstream, 
buddy, we're going to go with the flow. Yeah. I'm not going to be some diva that'd be like, wow, I can't, I right. can't do this. Which we have had before. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let me let me ask you this. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this. We could get into uh, some so, of this. No, we, I, let's get into it. I have no idea how I compare to any other actors that you work with because mm. I'm, I don't work with actors. I, sure. You know, I'm, I'm working with the companies or whatever. When we do these gigs, I'm usually the only actor. Yeah. So I have no idea what their attitude is, what their demeanor is, any of that stuff, or even, or even what I, you know, what I charge versus what they charge. I have no idea. I'm coming. I'm completely ignorant. So it would be very interesting to hear your experience working with other actors. You charge three times more than most people. So you need to, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, like, well, hopefully I'm worth it. All right. So let me say this. Number one, you are uh, probably our most, hired person nice um now with that said that's coming from seed when seed creative is in charge of bringing in the talent okay i got now you. we will do other videos where they have their talent that they've hired sure. or they have their people that they want so much of what we do are like real people stories and videos so oh, okay. for instance yeah these 56 training videos that's not an actor on screen he is an actual um he is an actual like educator standing on camera basically doing his class but just virtually like on, yeah. on video okay so a lot of what we do are like are not necessarily like quote talent so we hire you probably more than anyone else um number 1 number 2 um when I when I was talking about the diva stuff, the biggest experience that I had in regard to someone being a diva was actually, and it wasn't Lauren, but was actually a hair and makeup girl. That oh, we really? Hired. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not gonna tell say her name, and she was from Atlanta, and this was a pretty big shoot that. Dude, our NDA has to be over by now, but it was for Tommy Hilfiger. Actually. Oh wow! Okay, and I'm but I'm not going to talk about who it was. Who sure. was in the video? No, you but shouldn't. we were hired to be the production team on a Tommy Hilfiger shoot, and we we were the full production team. Other than there was a DP that came in and a director, but we did everything else. So we did lighting, we did uh, hair and makeup, we did locations. Um, we actually did craft services. Okay, yeah, like full we op. we did everything but directing and DP. Okay, but like we, again, we did all the lighting and audio, and like we did all okay. that stuff. Yeah, a lot. Um, so <laughs> the issue came down to craft services, actually. So <laughs> we sent out um, we as as anyone does, we sent out an email, and we were like, what are does anyone have any dietary restrictions? You know, is there anything that we need to be aware of because we're ordering, um, ordering this food for everyone? And everyone said, no, no dietary restrictions, anything like that. Other than this girl said, well, I am vegetarian, but I'm not, I'm not picky. Like, that's kind of what she said. I'm like, okay, cool. So we did, I can't remember. It was, McAllister's or Jason's Deli yeah. or it was some kind of like we did some sandwich stuff and I think that there was some salad stuff there yeah. and then we did which they're now a different brand but at the time we did a company called Fruitables and that's just like acai bowls right. and they're vegan actually they're not even vegetarian wow. I think I think we had like vegan options wow okay and so so I go that's above and beyond that's above and beyond yeah 
And so <laughs> the girl comes in and she's like, uh, I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, okay, well, there's, you know, salads over here and there's fruit bowls over here. And I think that she was like, well, I don't, I don't like this kind of salad or I don't want this or something like that. Oh and then she said, um, and then she was like, well, I've never had this fruit stuff before. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what we have. Do you want to try it? And I said, it? <laughs> I was like, it's really good. Like, we eat it all the time. I know. You were big into Fruit of Balls. And she's like, ah, okay, all right. And we still are. It's called Fruit Lovely now. Go check it out. Okay. Fruit Lovely. It's a new, different <laughs> brand. Same awesome uh, experience of fruit-flavored goodness. Okay. Uh, fruit goodness. So anyway, so she's like, ah, okay, rolls her eyes a little bit, makes a bowl, and leaves. And she's got the Fruit of Bowl. Dude, she comes in and we're all sitting eating together except for her she had walked out of the room and we're all sitting here eating and she walks back into the room opens the door has this look on her face as if she's in tears or almost in tears very frustrated she takes the fruit bowl and throws it like a baseball into the garbage can and it like splatters up and makes this big loud thud. And then she turns around and slams the door behind her. Wow. And we're like, <laughs> what in the world? Of all the things that someone that we would have expected to like have a true diva experience, I did not expect this. Because we we thought that we did a really good job with our food offerings. You so, had more so, than one option. So listen. So here. So then we're like, I mean, I'm I'm the guy that has to clean up the the mess with the emotions. So I'm like, hey, like, can what can we do? She's like, she was like, it's just you know, I'm just not gonna eat, and I drove from Atlanta for this, and blah blah blah, and all this stuff. And so Atlanta's the new Hollywood, oh so I guess God. this is this is almost expected behavior. It's enough to get me to the boiling point. That's oh. right. So I'm like, okay, well, what can we do? So we start looking for restaurants, okay? Lord. And she's kind of like calmed down a little bit, but I'm like, look, like we will order you anything. Like, and I'm like, what what would you like? No, nah, I just I don't want any of this. I don't want any of this. Blah 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 blah. So we end up finding a Mexican place that she's like, well, I'll eat this. I can't remember what it was. Um, and there was something there that she was willing to eat. So we sent the guy, he's not here anymore. His name is Nicholas Coker. He, he moved back to Birmingham and, and he does stuff up there. Um, so we sent him out to pick up this food and he goes over there and they're closed. Oh no. And so then he calls and he's like, what else can we get? And we're like, okay, what do we tell the girl? And she's like rolling her eyes and, and, he goes to another place and they're closed. It makes no sense. We're like, why is this happening? Uh, Murphy's Law, I believe. So long story short, Nicholas left around 12 okay. to go find food. He did not get back until our final location at 5 p.m. with her lunch. And then she said, well, I'll just bag it up and I'll just eat it later. And and bat, like didn't even like eat it when we brought it to her. It so that so also I just lost a half day of productivity from one of the guys that was on the shoot because I sent him running around Tuscaloosa yeah. to finally get something and he had to wait for forever and all it was 
cr- it was chaos. Oh my god, it was and, chaos. And like you know, Tuscaloosa is like is a totally fine town. It has everything you need. Yeah, and she, I'm sure she's going back and be like, it was one of the worst places oh, oh, I've absolutely. ever been yeah, to. Absolutely, absolutely. What, here's what's weird to me: um, makeup artists on on shoots are probably the, usually the most chill person yeah. on set. Sure. Sure. In my experience, like they are the chillest. Yeah. So this is crazy that she was the. the we haven't demon. hired her again. Uh, uh, I should think not. Yeah. <laughs> and we, <laughs> Nick, should I tell this story about the other hair and makeup artist that we had an issue, not an issue with, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's safe at this point. Yeah, go for it. Oh God, this is dude. an incredible story. So we had a shoot with Will Reichard, the Alabama kicker. Okay. Um, Wait, I want to chime in. I'm sorry, Alabama Nation. I tried to stop this. All right, go on. Oh my God, should I? I shouldn't tell this story. I mean, I don't see why you can't. We did make it to the national championship that year, right? Uh, no. It's just got. This, I, is the, I, this I, was this year. So. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, let me tell you, it's gonna put the Alabama Crimson Tide in a bad light. No, no. If you gonna sell it my, it's not my alma mater, but it is in my heart. But if you sell it my heart alma mater, baby, no, we're, this, we're gonna have fifty. Nick, uh, are you sure Nick. we should tell this story, this makes, dude? This makes Will Riker look like a hero, like in in the story. Like, okay, <laughs> you're gonna have to help me with some of the numbers on this. Okay, just go for it. We'll see. What oh happens. my god. We had a shoot with the Alabama kicker Will Reichard. Okay. And the the content is he's kicking, he's practicing field goals over and over and over, and he's going one more time, one more time. So the idea is that he's gonna practice and he's gonna say one more time, and then he's like, No, I've got to do it perfect. I've got to do it one more time better than the last time. So that's the whole idea. We have hair and makeup on this. And we need to make him look as though he has been out there for a while because he came and he was dry and, you know, he, he hasn't been working out. But we need to make it appear as though he is. So, you know, we said, uh, I asked the hair and makeup, I said, can we just like kind of spritz his hair down, make it a little wet, you know, move it over, whatever. And she comes up and, you know, she says this to him and he said, well, I have this... um uh, I, I, it's not a fear. What's the word, Nick? Uh, superstition. Superstition about other people touching my hair. And so I think what he's saying is I'll do it. You know, I'll I'll make my hair like this. And she said, oh, oh, uh, you'll be fine. Just let me do it real quick. And she says, if you start missing field goals, you can blame it on me. Yeah, because he said what he said. His exact words were, "I have this thing. I don't let anybody touch my hair when I've been kicking really well." Yeah, that's what he said. It's like his superstition. Okay. That's, yes, that's, he's like a baseball player. Like, yeah, no, like but that player. that seems super random. It's very specific. It'd be oddly specific. But he straight up said it because she's told me this. So, um, so anyway, uh, she does his hair. And the next, how many games, Nick? The next game, the, like six days later, he misses multiple field goals, and we lose at at points on the field that he has made field goals before. Like this is the guy that in 2020 didn't miss a single field goal, right? So six days after our shoot, when he tells her this, he starts missing field goals. 
And then the next game, did he not miss more field goals? Yeah, I think he missed. I think he ended up missing three in total. Yeah. And then it was two or three weeks later, he started like back in his rhythm. So while there's no confirmed like it was our fault, it's very coincidental that he says. He says what he says, and then she says, if you start missing field goals, blame it on me. And he starts missing field goals. So again, there's no confirmation, but it's just highly coincidental that we work with him, and he says that, (laughs) and then starts missing, and everyone's like, what the crap? This guy never misses. Well, see, the best part was we didn't know this until after. We didn't know until after, yeah. We were told that by the hair and makeup girl. So we lose the game. We lose the game, and I think he missed the last field goal that would have won the game or something like that. I can't remember exactly when all this happened. Huh. But So the next day, George goes and sees this person because, uh, like, he like, – We know passed, each other. They, they know each other, yeah. yeah. So they passed by each other. Okay. And, the, and she's like, oh, ha-ha, yeah, I guess it's my fault. And George is like, what? What do you mean? And she tells me the story. <laughs> So <laughs> we're sorry. It's not our fault. We had no idea. I would have stopped this. Yeah. I would have prevented this from happening. Well, you can't stop the, the tide, baby. We just you lost can't. all NIL deals for the <laughs> like in the future. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. All right. That's it. All right. Do I need to do Fruit Loops? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Fruit Loops. All okay. right. This is Ben Moon signing us out. Wait. Last thing. So you have a podcast. Yeah, it's called Pitch it. Okay, so it's called Trailer Blazers. Sweet. Trailer Blazers. Um, and it's me and my buddy Nick, and we basically cover all the new movie and TV and video game trailers that come out. And also play fun games that we've made up. And uh it's just a silly good time. Um Go check it out. Go check it out. Trailer. On all podcast platforms. All all of them. Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever. Sweet. Yep. All right, Ben's going to sign us out of the Seed Creative Podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Fruit Loops. Um, Toucan Sam, you leap on the back of the wind. Lodestone to assorted fruit flavors. Phoenix of the Dawn's Wan Smile. We gave you, Toucan Sam, life. You, Toucan Sam, give us loops of fruit. Fruity loops, fruit loopies, swimming in the churning, frothing mother's sea of milk. Kellogg's appreciates consumer comments. P.O. Box 221, Battle Creek, Michigan. A prism of fruity colors. A cornucopia of over 40 fruity tastes. The orange, the grape, the pomegranate, the quince, the kumquat, the kiwi, the guava, the plantain. See ya. This podcast was produced by Nick Golden with executive producer George Edmondson, edited by Nick Golden and Gavin Manning. Be sure to subscribe, drop a like and a comment. Tune in every Monday for brand new podcast content, and we'll see you on the next one.